The following program does not necessarily reflect the views of the staff or management of WFMD. Welcome to the Faith Debate. Good Sunday morning to you. If you're listening to us on the radio anyway, if you're listening to a podcast, good day to you, whatever day it happens to be. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that our show is a blessing to you. We, uh, we appreciate so much uh, the support you give just by... Uh, clicking on podcast links or turning on the radio station to hear what we might have to say. And what do we have to say today? Well, lots of things to be said about what some are calling the Revoice movement because there's an organization called Revoice. Basically, if you don't know what that is, you don't have to. Here's the deal. Is homosexuality a sin? That's the question. Can someone be a gay Christian? There's a question for you. Do you know the term side A, side B, Christianity? Well, you heard them now, and if you don't know what they mean, well, maybe we'll explain that to you, too. Here to do all that with you this morning and with me, David Forsey. He's the pastor of a house church on the south end of Frederick County. Also joined today, again, by Daniel Rasby. He's pastor of a house church that meets on the north end of Frederick County. And I'm the pastor of a house church that meets in the center of Frederick County. My church uh, is called Household of Faith in Christ. We have a website, householdoffaithinchrist.com. There you can connect with uh, all the stuff that's related to what I'm doing, which includes this show and these guys, actually. So you want to learn a little more about uh, them and their churches and stuff, you can access that through householdoffaithinchrist.com. And of course, you can find the Faith Debate information not only there, but also at wfmd.com. So, We've been uh, jumping around, and, and normally what we might do, those who have been longtime listeners of this show, if that happens to be you, thank you, appreciate your support. Um, we had a tendency to do arcs uh, for a long time where we would pick one, maybe two topics and talk about those one or two topics, you know, three, four, five, six shows in a row kind of a thing. And uh, the last few weeks we've been doing some radical, we've been sh- stripping the gears and burning out our clutch uh, bouncing around different topics, and that's because we have these conversations. You know, Imran, mm-hmm. who's not here today, and Daniel and David and me, we've had some conversations off the air about the show and different things we want to talk about. And I started making lists and lists and lists, and I started realizing, you know, if we just tackle, like, one of these as an arc, we can only do, you know, 10, 12, 13 topics a year. And we already have a list of, like, 50. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. We got like topics for the next rest of our life kind of thing. So maybe we start doing these a little bit quicker. And so a couple weeks ago, we talked about authority, who gets to make the rules, you know, what gets to rule our worldview. Last week, we talked about deliverance ministry, whether a Christian could be possessed by the devil or one of his minions. And uh, this week, we're talking about homosexuality. So we're all over the map on on these. Uh, this, this one's kind of a hot topic, right? This one's big in the news, big in the culture. And you would think it should be self-explanatory. I mean, not too long ago, everybody was, was pretty sure what the Bible said on the topic, and now there's a lot of people that call themselves Christians that are also gay. Yeah, so well, define your, uh, your, 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 your definition of calendar terms there. You said not too long ago. How long ago is not well, too long ago in your world? In, in 2006, our president, Joe Biden, who was not president at that time, but in 2006, we have tape of him saying marriage is between one man and one woman. That's how it is, and that's how it should, should stay. And he doesn't support anything else. This is 2006. Yeah. So when we were recording well, this 16 years later, this is not a whole long time. Yeah, the reason I asked was because I think there's been a uh, – uh, let's see if you guys agree with me. There's been this undercurrent. You know how there's like the, the undertow at the beach, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't really see it from the surface, but you feel it, and it's like pulling the ground out from underneath your feet. 
you know, that sure. I think there's been kind of an mm-hmm. undertow that wasn't all that visible that was affecting the culture, affecting the church. And then the dam broke, and we were all able to see that undertow when the uh, Obergefell, or what was that, uh, mm-hmm. that judgment? Obergefell. Obergefell. Oberge- uh, in 2008, 12, 13, okay. That's when, yeah, because it was after uh, uh, Barack Obama, because in 2008, he was more traditional in his view on this question. Correct. And then Officially. that and then that decision comes down and all of a sudden he changed his position. Right. He had the like political that's my recollection of the timing of it. But anyway, that was like, okay, party on. But I remember back in the nineties even though, there was a lot of bubbling up and it was and people were trying to tamp it down and, and trying to the, the arguments were made in kind of a soft way because you could get away with it or people felt like they could get away with it. Well, we're just going to pat you on the head and send you on your way and, and we'll be fine. And I think that that might have been a huge mistake, right? It should have been crushed because now you have pastors who say, look, the church needs to whisper about what the Bible whispers about and mm-hmm. shout and, about what the sh- Bible shouts about. And the Bible <laughs> whispers about homosexuality. This is, these, this is an actual I, quote. I, I, I yeah, I, so. I remember reading that quote. Um, and in, in Canada, you're not allowed to say anything about this, otherwise you go to jail. It's hate speech, right? You can't even read scriptures because reading the scripture itself is, is the hate speech. I think, it, I think it sort of goes back to, you know, the, the downplaying of, of the authority of scripture, um, you know, in our... For, for the record, we, we're all in agreement, right? The homosexuality, acting on that would be a sin. Yeah, in any context. Yeah, it's interesting you phrase it that way. I'll say yes, and I'll raise you, because <laughs> that's the question. That's the side A, side B Christianity question, mm-hmm. by the way. So side A um, would be the way out there uh, from our perspective, like not in accordance with what the Bible teaches at all. It's totally fine to be uh, a practicing homosexual, and it's not a sin. And anybody that would say otherwise doesn't understand that, you know, the Apostle Paul, he lived in a different time. And they didn't understand things the way we understand them today. And, and so we need to completely reinterpret or, or just jettison those parts of the Bible that would speak against homosexuality right. and say or, it's totally fine. That's side A. Side B is what you said, how you articulated it was if you act on it, if you engage in same-sex activities, that's a sin but identifying yourself as gay or saying that you are same-sex attracted and that's your identity, like I am a gay Christian, that's okay. That's not a sin. So the attraction uh, is not a sin. Yeah. So, so, I mean, uh, Daniel, I'm, I'm assuming you would distinguish between somebody who says I have, uh, I experience same-sex attraction. Right. And, and that is... And that's a, a, a sinful attraction right. versus someone who says, I experience same-sex attraction and, uh, and that is... I mean, that's, that's normal. That's how God made me. I just can't act on it, basically, is what some people right, so, right. Now, there's, there's so not really a whole lot Is, is there of a people distinction that, in between, you know, saying like... I, I, I would say... A lot of times Christians get a little bit um, too focused on the same-sex attraction thing Mm -hmm. as somehow greater than a 
opposite sex attraction, both of which resulting in lust, and lust being the sin, right? So you can, there's difference between being attracted to someone and lusting after them. I, I, th- I think there, there is. Um, you know, you can, as, as a non-homosexual Christian, you, you, you can walk down the street and you can see somebody and think that person looks nice and then there's, it can very quickly, especially for a man, lead into lust and that's a sin and, and Jesus has is, is, is clarified that you've already committed adultery in your heart once you start letting your mind wander and go down that path, right? Whether it's to a woman or to another man, it's, it's both of them which will be sins and I, I don't, I, I don't think that all sins are necessarily equal but there's not a great worsening of the sin from one type of attraction to the other as far as lust goes they are both sins so I guess my, what I meant earlier is that actually going down that path and lusting whether it's to a man or to a woman that's, that's going to be a sin and certainly acting on it in any capacity is going to be a sin and, and again it'll still be a sin whether you go sleep around with a woman <laughs> Or whether you're doing homosexual acts, it's 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 going to be a sin either way. Yeah, and, and I I think you would agree with that, right? Because I agree with that, as far as that uh, goes. He wants he, more clarification. No, I I would, yeah, I I would, I, I would, I would go would, further than that. I would I would want clarification too. But as far as that goes, I would agree with. Yeah, that. I would agree with that, and I would I would say, and and you'd probably agree, and just weren't taking it this far, but saying that, um, you know that that one is certainly a a greater. Uh, distortion of of God's best uh, plan for of, humanity of, of bearing God's image. Sure, sure. Yeah. Jesus said the mar- that from the beginning it was not so. That's kind of like his divorce context, and right. you know, we, that's a whole other discussion. Can Christians be divorced? And if if you're divorced and you become a Christian, now what or or, or whatever? Um, but Jesus had a whole chat about that, and basically ended up saying a. Uh, and no matter what, what, what you think about your conclusion of what, what you know, what he meant by his divorce conversation in, uh, yeah. in the passage, um, I guess in Matthew, uh, he he said from the beginning it was not so, right? God's plan was Adam and Eve. People have joked around it was Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, um, meaning not homosexual, but also not Adam and Eve and Mary and and uh, Joanna. It, 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 it was Adam and Eve, right? So that so there's there's uh, something to be said for that's God's best plan, and certainly it wasn't two men, it would it, or two women. It was it was a man and a woman. It was just one of each. Um, so yes, the farther you get from that, there there are things that look less like that than other things. And I've said before to I don't know to you or to certainly to other people, certain types of sins can be remedied without necessarily as much effort as some others, right? You get two people, a man and a woman, that are living together in sin and, and not claiming to be committed to each other, not claiming to be married. Um, they could get married, and that would kind of solve that. They're no longer in sin. You get two dudes in a relationship, and there's no way to make that not sin except by completely separating, right? So... That's that's you're right. There's there's a little. It's a little bit farther from God's design and plan for uh, humanity. But everybody, what I meant by what, what I really uh, meant to say by in not acting on it is everybody struggles with different sins as far as what 
their personality is and, and whether it's because of environment or just how God made you, whatever, everybody has different areas that they struggle with more than other people. There are people that struggle with alcohol. I don't struggle with alcohol. That's not my area, but there are people that do and, and, and vice versa. There's things that I struggle with that are easy for Troy or for, for David, pro- probably. And, uh, and not to get too personal or specific necessarily, but we all have different sin areas that we struggle with just because I have a, one particular sin area that I struggle with doesn't mean that I can't be saved, can't be a Christian. It's just I need special help from God in that area versus you might have a totally different area that God needs to help you with. That, that's kind of what I meant by, you know, don't act on it. And that could include the thought of lust, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's... Uh... I think it's important to remember that, um, yeah, that the that to be tempted in a certain way does not mean that a sin has been committed. Um, you know, Jesus was tempted and was without sin, mm-hmm. and and I think that's sort of is what you're saying is that the the temptations that that sort of uh, you know are attractive to to different people are are different for sure. different people, sure. um, and part of that's going to be their experience, right? If somebody gets saved out of the homosexual movement, they're, they're probably going to still experience some of those thoughts and feelings, maybe on a larger scale than somebody else who didn't have the, those experiences prior to salvation, just because that's where they came from. I mean, you've you, you've heard stories of recovering alcoholics. I mean, you don't want that that guy. Sh- probably shouldn't walk down a street where there's a bar where if you're not a recovering alcoholic, maybe that doesn't cause you the temptation that it causes him. Right. Um, so there are, I'm recognizing that there are people that do struggle with certain sin areas that maybe I don't struggle with. I'm heterosexual. That doesn't yeah. make it, that doesn't make it not sin. It's Troy, still sin. Troy, I feel like, <laughs> like part right. of what you were getting at is, uh, is like identity saying, right. you know, what is it that, uh, how do we talk about ourselves when we're sort of defining who we are? And you're, you're saying, I, and I would agree with you if, if this is what you're saying, that to, you know, sort of say, like, I am, uh, I am a homosexual, and that is okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say, well, you know, you might be someone who is, tempted in that way, but that is not who you are if you right. are in Christ. Right. Then I am in Christ. That's and, who our identity yeah. needs to be. Right. And the whole Revoice movement is the side B uh, Christianity thing where they're saying that, look, people can identify, this is their position, not mine. People can identify as Christian, say they're saved, that they're obedient to Christ, but also identify as homosexuals who are same-sex attracted and so in order to be obedient and not fall into sin, they're just not going to act on it. So they're going to live a permanently forever celibate life mm-hmm. and that that's okay. And God does call people sometimes to be celibate. Yeah, Jesus but not, said, I would argue not for that reason not necessarily. Not for that reason necessarily, no. So my, my concern is well, it, 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 although, it diminishes the gospel. That's, that's my my core conviction on this is the gospel, it, it's about a renewal. Yeah, like we we're, don't— We're uh, born again. Right. We we don't gather together under. I mean, well, I, it happens. I'm. I I don't think that we should. But uh, right, like the the to 
primarily gathered together under the banner of our temptation is not uh, right. In fact, you probably not, want to be not, associated. Is not pointing to Christ above if, all. If anything, you'd want to have a, a diversity of that so that you can each help each other a little more than. But yeah. um, although I'm, I'm that's. Don't 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 take too much from what I just said. There, just let's just leave that on the surface level. But I agree with you. Um, yeah, it's, you don't want to necessarily just surround yourself with other people that all have exactly the same. So, so I think what has is happening to those that uh, that get ministered to by the side B proponents, uh, I think they're doing a disservice to the individual, whether it's, you know, a gay man or a lesbian woman or whatever, they're doing a disservice to that person because there's so much more than that. To say, oh, I guess I'm just going to have to be lonely and miserable and sell it the whole rest of my life because I don't want to act on this thing. No, no, no. You're a new creation in Christ Mm -hmm. and you don't have to be lonely. If you don't feel like you have the gift of celibacy, because you're saying, yeah, some people can have the gift of celibacy, but not as as a flight from fear of right. committing a sin, but as, as, uh, as a gift from God to focus more earnestly on, on the mission of sharing the gospel and, and that sort of thing, you can have the gift of, of celibacy for that reason, probably be the more specific application of that as I'm thinking off the cuff here. But I would be telling that person, if they came to my church and said, this is my issue, I'm a gay Christian, I said, no, you, well, if you're a Christian, then you're not a gay Christian, you're a Christian. And you don't have to live a celibate life if that's what you're called to. You can actually get married, have a wife if it's a male, you know, or have a husband if it's a female, have children. You can have all the fullness of the blessing. You don't have to be a slave to this identity that the culture has forced upon you. Right. Yeah. Just like the word justice does not need a modifier, the word Christian does not need a modifier, right? People say justice and they precede it with another word, social justice or racial justice or blank justice, whatever, whatever it is, justice doesn't need a modifier. If you put a word before it, then it's no longer justice. If you put a word before Christian, then it's no longer Christian. If you say I'm a gay Christian, well, then you're not a Christian. You're either a Christian or you're not. You could be a Christian who still struggles with sin just like other Christians do and that the one sin you might feel more tempted in one area than others, then that's, that's fine. We can discuss that and we can help you grow and disciple you and, and so on. But you're a Christian or you're not. There's, there's no in-between and there's no special category of Christians. Uh, then, otherwise, you get into what Paul said. I am of Paul. I am of, I am of mm-hmm. Cephas. I'm of Apollos. No. Yeah, that's a good point. And Paul said, no, you're not. You are of Christ and nothing else. You know? Now, we are at the disadvantage of not having anybody who right off the bat disagrees with where we're coming from. We've got some nuanced things we're clarifying here. But um, so somebody who sure. just totally disagrees with just the foundation of where we're coming from is going to say, who are you to tell two people that, uh, you know, they're in a monogamous, monogamous loving relationship that they can't live out their love together for the next 50 years and, and consider themselves, uh, you know, married who are you thing. to tell God how to run his creation? <laughs> I would say this, you, this, you, you can, but I think Scripture is clear that that would be sin the whole time. Yeah. I and, would, yeah. And, and, uh, and, and then, you know, I would, I would say that also, you know, if you are willing to remain in your sin, 
then there's reason to question whether you are saved whether yeah whether you are whether you love Christ more or whether you love your sin more and by the way for any of you listening we're not singling out this sin this just happens to be a hot button in our culture we would have the same answer for any open sin that a Christian is living yeah. in it and, doesn't have to be homosexuality and, and also just to sort of so earlier you said you know a man and a woman you know living together but not married you can fix that by them getting married and uh i would i would want to you know clarify that a little bit more and say well you know i think i think you can be married and still uh have uh, a an, an idol that is sexual gratification right so we can uh you can have um you know, and, and to where, right, where that is like, that is what drives you. That is what you desire. Does that, does that make sense? Not really, no. But we, we can make an idol of anything. Well, sure, but that's not really the point. The point is if somebody is in the, adultery the, so, or whatever, so, whatever so, and so you're, they're not married. The reason, the, the reason that it's a sin is not the act. The re- with the homosexuality, the reason it's a sin is just the act itself. Right. With heterosexual uh, uh, um, uh, fornication, because adultery is more of a specific term for people who are actually married to other people. Correct. Um, but with heterosexual fornication, the reason it's a sin is not the actual act. The reason it's a sin is because those two people are not married. And so by being married, it ceases to be a sin. Now, yes, you could have a higher priority on that versus God or that versus your relationship with God or anything versus your relationship with God. Right. You can be a baseball player and you care more about baseball than Jesus, and now that's your idol. That's not really the point because, again, liking baseball is not in itself a sin. Same thing with sex. By itself is not a sin. It's the context that makes it a sin, and if you're not married, then that's, that becomes a sin. So being married, it, then that doesn't make it automatically a sin. You could still uh, prioritize something over Christ, and that would be sinful, but that applies to everything. Does that make sense where I'm coming from? Yeah, yeah, I agree, but okay. I think that's a good, a good clarification to make. Okay. Sure. Is that, uh, you know, uh, just because... Yeah, yeah. Just right, just, you get, just because you do, you know, a man and a woman are married doesn't mean that they're uh, all of their motivations and desires are now perfectly pure. No, but the but the the reason behind what you were calling their relationship before sinful is no longer there. The big obvious reason. Right. Is for right. sure. There may right. be plenty I think, of other I think, reasons. I think, I think, yeah. David, what you're saying is that even inside the, the marital relationship, there can be something askew about the way the sexuality expresses itself. Is that what you're getting at? Uh, yeah. I, I, well, I think there can be something. And I'm. Like a husband raping his wife is, would be a sin, even though they're having sex inside of marriage. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, right, you know, or, you know, or even just, yeah, I, I mean, even if everything is uh, consensual and, uh, you know, and 
you know, pleasant all the way around, um, there can still be a uh, a worship of, um, you know, a worship of the gift rather than of the mm. the giver, right? Of the of the thing rather than the creator. Well, you'll have to draw some pictures later of what you're talking about, but we got to wrap this one up. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the one who's going to draw us the pictures is David Forsey. I'll be waiting for those. Uh, the one blushing right now over there is Daniel Razvi. Uh, I'm Troy Skinner. We're pastors of the house churches in the area. If you're still interested in finding out more about us, you can do so at householdoffaithinchrist.com. Of course, you can follow along the show there and at wfmd.com. Well, I want to thank you so much for listening. Next week, I think we're going to talk about um, transgenderism. So that's a somewhat related topic that we were just talking about. So we'll do that in about 167 and a half hours from right about now. Till then, again, thank you for listening and God bless.